0: All right. Hello, welcome back. Rich Ryan here, Reinforced Running Pad Case. Today we are talking about OCR Stars. This is the final review of OCR Stars. We take a look at the entire competition as a whole. And my friend Dave Claxton is here, and we just go uh, do a deep dive on the results. And we just talk about what we thought about the event. We both participated, we both had a great time with it. And what we'd look to see it from the few in the future. We talk about some of the numbers involved with it. We talk about some logistics of things. And we just really talk about mostly we talk about the events and we talk about the athletes. So we do a deep dive on it. And I must apologize. I freaking forgot to talk about the age group races, which were very compelling, which I was following. I just just slipped my mind last time. I just didn't write down. A copious amount of notes to remind myself to talk on it last time so we definitely talk about the age group competition because like i said it was compelling and it had a lot of awesome performances across the board so if you did ocr stars i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did and uh, i hope you were able to push yourself to places that you didn't think you were capable of or that you're it was eye-opening to want to work harder to get better at potential weaknesses that you might have so congrats to everybody who finished And let's just get into it. Our guy, Dave Claxton. All right. Dave
1: Claxton, what's going on? Well, normally this is where I say I'm living the dream, but I'm not living the dream apparently because I'm not Rich Ryan. Um, (laughs) Because Rich Ryan is the one that is collecting podiums and cash and checks. Cash and checks, baby. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, wrapped up, I may may have had dreams about OCR stars. They're probably usually when I have like competition dreams. It's I am late for something like I, I I'm like late to the start line or I've forgotten uh, a pair like a, a pair of shoes or I'm really slow like I'm in mud and I'm like I am like on my hands and feet trying to go but it's like I'm being sucked back so uh, I fortunately wasn't living that dream no so you know what here and before we go to like OCR stars which
1: is the whole point and purpose of this whole thing. Doff of the cap on the uh, stadion. I hate that word stadion, but ion yeah. On that,
0: man, that was great. I didn't uh, I didn't even know you were
1: going there. So that's a big one.
0: That was fun. It was fun just to kind of be around it again. I haven't done a sp- Spartan since Jacksonville 2020. And this is my first one doing as like, I, I was thinking, do I need to keep my elite gated code? It's like, do I have to do a race? I would think, it... yeah, in the one year, yeah, you probably do. I probably. mean, you could always go
1: back and you could go back and go through like the application process because I think there's like a back oh, application oh. you could put in. But True. yeah, rather than just straight, you know, enter the code, you know, is simple. I did this. Here it is. You would have to kind of almost fill out a like a resume as to why. True, and they wouldn't read it. They'd just be like, "Okay, fine, yeah, cause... yeah." Oh, oh, they'd be like, "Oh, it's for trying." Okay, he can go. Right. <laughs> but it's still, it... a
0: podcast. Um... yeah, yeah that's with uh yeah because i actually did reach out on account for one or two people this past year and they were just like yeah okay that's fine like just saying like some of the road times or whatever is like this person is going to be good just let them do it um like yeah we will that would be funny actually that if i could run elite and you couldn't because i qualified that would make me really laugh (laughs) (laughs) where um have you done stadium races when was last uh i've never got
1: a chance to do a stadium race i really want to because again it's probably a little more in my wheelhouse than Mm -hmm. your regular regular spartan race um but it just hasn't arose timing and everything just hasn't come up uh i'm really hoping to Uh, that's that's high on my list of things to do and there is whispers in the wind of one coming to canada where would Um, you would it be in toronto I would think either Toronto or Montreal. Like, I mean, you, you're pretty much looking at three cities, Toronto, Montreal, or Vancouver. It's going to be one of those three if it happens. Does Vancouver have any like real sports stadiums? They, do they have yeah, a soccer team or anything? They ha- yeah, they have a, a, an MSL soccer team. They have a CFL football team. So hmm. they definitely could do it in one of those.
0: Yeah, they're, they're interesting. Yeah, I think you would like, because there's a bit of like the strength matters in terms of the speed you can get through obstacles. And it's just physical. It's more yeah. physical and the race, this race I ran, I just wasn't physical and I wasn't aggressive in the start and I got like put behind and I never recovered. And that wasn't like the first 45 seconds was my entire race. Almost <laughs> like I just, and then it gets stuck in the, in these bleachers and I just thought I would be able to kind of make my way back through it just because uh, of my fitness that OCR stars <clears throat> has kind of helped me understand that I have. And it, and it's there's just skill involved in it. There's strategy and there's skill involved in running the stairs and going up and down. And it's just something I wasn't sharp with. And it beat me up my like knees from going down the stairs. Oh, I yeah. was a mess. I was a mess on Sunday and Monday.
1: I find going downstairs way more sketchy than running down hills. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah 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 like going downstairs it's just like uh, i don't know I, like running downhill I, I i seem to have the courage i'll just bomb it i'll do the best i can and just deal with it and if i fall i fall going downstairs i find sketchy that's still i'd have to i'd have
0: to really practice at that to get it out of my head huh that's interesting because i see the stairs i'm like okay if i fall at least i know it's like to there on a mountain it's like i could <laughs> be falling for a mile <laughs> like yeah. i might never get up but uh but yeah it was fun it was fun to get out there I saw bracken out there he ran great and you I let another, Bracken like, and beat you. He's never going to let you hear the end of it. I know. I know. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh But he he ran awesome, and he was like pumped up about it. He was excited to get a a good result. He he do this in the running public all the time. Yeah, I, oh, I check do out do. everything. Yeah, um, I catch it sporadically and sometimes. But I didn't know that he was. I don't know if he mentioned this even on the show that he's talking about. He had a po- he's had a podium streak for yes. Sever, like 11, 10 years or so? It was 10 years, 10 years. Uh, yeah. A long freaking time. A long time. So he was able to come out there and, and continue that streak. And Isaac Lacy just gave it to us both. Whooped us right from the start. And Is he a legit up-and-comer? I think – Like, Well, I was looking at – I know the name, and I know he won his first yeah uh, uh, Spartan race at Citizens Bank just a couple weeks ago. And – but he's his running's getting better, and he's strong. He looks the part. He's not particularly young. He's my age. He's thirty five. Okay. So up and comer. I don't. Where's the cutoff? Yeah, the age to be an up and comer. Yeah, a new face anyway. New face. He's a legit new face. Up and comer. Go. He's gonna have to be. The, maybe you can definitely get better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But I was looking at his time in. in and he's an OCR stars. I think he finished fourth or fifth in his division, and he was in the age group division. And I knew my my five k was like two minutes faster than his or something. I was like, ah, it shouldn't be a problem, but he is good at stadiums, knows how to do them strong and was aggressive and just ran really well. Wasn't afraid, just went out and did the thing. So yeah, I would say legit. Yeah. Cause he was, he was a 1726 on his five K for Ocio, yeah. or three, three miles. Three mile. stars.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But it just, it just shows these things always do not directly
0: translate. And I forget. And I'm constantly reminded. I'm like, ah, you know whatever my three miles fast you ever heard a fork in the road and then go out to this event and just get get it given to me so it's nice to do that and, and and have fun with it so you need to get to a stadium see how far you can take the take a van take your van out uh oh yeah, yeah get to a stadium camp right in the parking lot Tailgate yeah it yeah the parking parking spectacular for something like that right. so yes we are going to talk about ocr stars and i want to apologize last week i didn't even remember i didn't we didn't talk about age group at all okay well, Fox we Fox. we were low on time <laughs> we we were just cramming the content in here that we couldn't get it out on the other side um but we will talk about age group this time if you stick around until the end another tease that's three out of four teases in these you, in these episodes you right can now. even say your time for the last one again cuz you know yeah <laughs> just do it again yeah 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 just do it again <laughs> Cool. So let's talk about fork in the road first and yeah. talk about our experiences a little bit. I know I, I talked about mine a little bit the last time, but that I was probably one of the first people doing it and everybody else kind of the time's kind of rolling in and getting their experience. So how was it on the team end of things? And you did the gym I, portion. I did the gym portion. Yeah. And it, um, honestly, so for our little team, we were not sure
1: who we were going to get to do the gym portion because we thought uh, I did not do the deadlift previously. We thought our guy that did the deadlift might be the best choice for this strong too strong deadlift yeah yeah he did a good deadlift deadlift and um so we thought he might be the best portion but then we decided that um because my toes to bar are better than his mm. uh, that I would go with it and that he would run he'd run the, one of the miles so we did that and the, the guys did what they did on the miles they did a decent job and then yeah i i actually we ended up it was a right choice to make because afterwards he tried the thrusters and his left arm something was up with that he could not even get like two of them out
0: mm. Just
1: I don't know if he's working through an injury or whatever, something up with the rotator cuff. It's a lot of
0: stability up there. Like the the weight can get out in front of you a little bit, and then it just kind of pulls things down. If you're not, if your overhead mobility and your thoracic mobility isn't like pretty solid, especially with the dumbbell, or if there's imbalances, it can be kind of hard and and kind of. And I think a lot of people would 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 share that. I know a lot of people like might not even finish this thing it took them a lot longer than they thought it was going to take yeah. them um how did you handle so, the weight how are the 50s for you uh, it was okay i mean i did the the whole section when it was
1: about nine minutes so for nice. me so i mean i wasn't as fast as you know you guys are or some of you guys like that but um well i was faster than some of the pros but, mm-hmm. but totally but yeah yeah so it's about nine minutes um the weight i mean i was unbroken on everything until about round seven nice actually as far as the thrusters go i only I, I had one no rep in round nine on, uh, I think depth or, head. or overhead overhead. Mm, and, nice. um, and then on round 10, I, I was, I was, <laughs> my fourth one was like one of these, oh and just like fight, fight, fight for like 10 seconds to put it all the way. When <laughs> I, I really should, I should have just set it down, <laughs> redone it, but, but I only had one rep after that. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was good. I didn't find it too bad. Um, toes to bar again. Uh, unbroken on those until the I think it was the second to last or third last round, and then I just nice, you know, had to you know I I would went three I went four and then three like four off shake three and
0: what was the limiter for you on the uh, toaster bar like toward the end um, just I
1: think it honestly again just either that or endurance or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be like I I'm okay at them but I do not do them a lot mm-hmm. you know so. It's just one of those things where it's not although I'm I'm a decently strong person, I still don't do those exercises a lot, especially the thrusters at that weight and
0: Right. Yeah. And uh the so were you feeling so like did you was it your abs or was it like your hip flex or was it your grip or um, just, just form? It was, it just form. Yeah, just form yeah. really. Um I mean
1: my grip I Like I've got good grip. That was not an issue. And none of them, I didn't have any muscle soreness. Even like I said, the neck, we did it Saturday. The next day I went and did the ninja competition and arms, shoulders, everything felt fine. So Mm. no, issue with that it's just, yeah, a form and almost like a consistency. It's like a different kind of endurance to do that. Right. It is,
0: it is. And it's like, like you can just get like neurologically fatigued. Like things kind of get fried and they're not moving Mm. the way that you feel like they, they should move. And yep. then he was like I just need to stop it's like you're not like physically tired but just like the coordination kind of get off and, and that's what it was right there the coordination gets off and it throws the rhythm and you can't just hang there right and like and then you, if you start like muscling it it's just not going to work yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, exactly so it was good we had a good time with it it was it was fun
1: uh, we again had our guest Brendan Neely he did his at our place as well again and, he did a good job again he really fought through those thrusters was it a bit was that a bit much was it heavy for him very much so very yeah. much so um he put in a couple of great runs like the first one again he probably went faster than he had, into, had planned to do that would be well i'm kind of jumping at topics here but yeah for him he probably went faster than he had planned to do on the first one and then uh, much like yourself his second mile was probably about the same range it's probably in like that you know six minute-ish range
0: yeah like adding 50 seconds to, to, to <laughs> yeah. it from the, from that part. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty heavy weight. I think that they should have scaled it for age group. I think that, I think that that would have been an appropriate move. I think it's an okay weight for, for the pro men and women. I think that that, yeah. that should be something that they should be able to handle and it should be a separator, right? Like there's, there's definitely a strength component and a strength under fatigue in OCR, um, mm-hmm. that I think this can replicate pretty well, and uh, so yeah, I want to get your thoughts on that. I listen to weekly show, not the yeah, weekly yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Matt names it, just calls it,
1: I think it's the OCR weekly show, but all over, <laughs> sure, why not?
0: You were trashing the thruster movement, you were like, This isn't a good I don't think it's OCR, a good OCR right, thing. I don't Explain. like Let's let's talk about it, okay? Yes.
1: Thrusters, building, general shoulder strength, great, fine, all that stuff. But OCR is grip and pull, grip and pull. I mean, AKA Atkins, that's why this is so foreign to him, right? He, you know, he is grip and pull everything. Your your, your rigs, you're going through obstacles. Very rarely do we push anything in OCR. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Yancy camp all set up with, you know, hanging, hand switches, dragging a tire. Everything is grip and pull thrusters as in like a push overhead i can't think of almost any scenario where we do that Mm -hmm. and that's why it doesn't seem again relevant to ocr as a sport i think in a competition like this cool it's a great movement i like the movement i think it's a good exercise it's a good workout it's a great combination because you're getting a lower body in the squat you're getting upper body like it's it's a good movement i just don't think it relates practically to ocr
0: now you're okay. more of
1: a fitness expert than me, so you tell me: Am I wrong? Am I? I
0: agree. I can't disagree with the specificity of it, right? Like, there's yeah. nothing that we're going that's going to be exactly the same that we do in an obstacle course race that we do that's mm-hmm. a thruster. There's a savage obstacle that is uh, like a medicine ball that you like throw up into a hole. It's a one-shot thirty-five pound ball. Yeah. Hey, that's not <laughs> nothing. It's, not, I would it's do, not. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I get what you're saying. It's a stretch. It's a stretch, but I'm gonna give it to you. And if you, <laughs> if the the thruster should be a power movement. I mean, it's a shoulder movement, just because that's how you gotta press it overhead. Yeah. But it really, is more of like a dynamic movement through like your hips and core. Mm-hmm. So that I think can translate for like jumping over walls or whenever mm-hmm. you need to. Uh, like so as a training tool, I, I like it. And I think it like the feeling that I had and you, that thrusters can give you or that wall balls can give you is very closely related to something like a long climb or coming out of steps on a stadium race. So I think the feeling from it is going to compromise your running much like an obstacle course race would, uh, different than, I guess, the only other thing like you can do, I guess, just front squats or something like that, but the way it can really kind of bang at you and like, make you Mm -hmm. feel and also loading it up front. And then, then it, it loads, uh, it, it compresses your diaphragm quite a bit. So the front loaded things I think could be, somewhat related to like your ability for carries as well. And how you kind of load your musculature. I think that that can kind of translate a little bit. Um, but I think it's mostly the feeling, the feeling that it can give you is comparable to like climbing up a mountain or something. Yeah,
1: I'll I'll give you that. But for me, when I think about, uh, working out towards, again, specificity, if that is a word, um, if I'm going to get ready to try to train hills without actually training hills where I'm you know, doing, you know, just a, a workout in my, in my living room, in my garage, in the gym, in a scenario, if I was going for that same target kind of thing, that same kind of feeling, I would be more inclined to do box weighted box step overs. Like there was an OCR stars one for Burpee mountain. That to mm-hmm. me felt a little more on par for a heavy carry coming, climbing up and down a mountain stuff like that. And when I think about working out, because I mean, I'm obviously not a pro athlete, most, OCR people are not pro athletes, the time you have to do your workouts is is finite. It's very limited because you probably have a full-time job as well. So you have mm. to really be spot on with the exercises, with the movements that you do towards your improvement. So that's why if I was just, just an OCR guy, thrusters would not
0: be on my radar Pro- probably and that's probably what we saw like a lot of the OCR people who might not be hybrid athletes or might not have the crossfit background at all have yeah. a tough time with this and then if you want to blend the two together like this was de- this is definitely hy- hybrid oh like for sure right like this that makes hybrid that. stars it is it is and that's it's what it. and i don't think that the term was coined no no I, I was i was too slow I screwed You're up. Too I was time. And also like this year where there's been some more events and there's more athletes that mm-hmm. are kind of in that space that uh, are training this way. Um, I think that that it's definitely something that, you could train for oh, yeah. that hybrid space
1: for sure yeah and i mean just if we look at the leaderboard it's it's self-evident you have guys like yourself um i mean atkins is a bit of an outlier we can't really use him because he's he's, he's much like hunter he's one of those people that are the exception to the rule not the rule um you know but kent magida right yourself you guys are all guys who are not you who, who are generally stronger physically uh, especially upper body wise than your typical successful ocr athlete like i mean Mm -hmm. you think of of a john albin of a of a hobie call right these guys are not going to do well in a competition like this Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah it's a little bit different again so just hammering on the point thrusters suck no
0: I'm. (laughs) (laughs) do your thrusters okay i like like um, them you're gonna let you gotta go home you gotta do your thrusters it's only gonna make and give you great arms and shoulders great arms and shoulders good, strong it lo- back it, it looks good cool. like back end <laughs> need that that's you know those show muscles because if you know if you know if you look good you, you run good that's that's always that's why i always think anyway here's a question actually i have for you about
1: that about the thrusters um from someone who comes from a running background and i think it's someone like face not that she was in the competition for this but do those thrusters present a real problem due to hip mobility for people who are pure runners, where normally we see sometimes
0: pure runners have a difficult time getting really low in that squat. I I think so, and I think that's, we see that with uh, the wall balls a lot for Mm -hmm. hybrid athletes, who might be like these big voluminous athletes when it comes to the work that they do, that their their squat mobility is pretty poor. Um, And that's just, it's not necessarily from, like running will definitely exacerbate the issue, but it's also just not doing the patterns and not spending time in them appropriately, not loading them, like spending time in the squat position, I think can really help that and just like not taking the time to mobilize yourself the way they need to. And the runners would need to kind of like reverse things a lot. Yeah. So it's just like anything, right? It's like not because they're a runner, but it's because and because they're not doing the, the, the squat work that they need to do.
1: All right, Well, I kind of got you off on a related tangent so
0: <laughs> yeah and I, yeah. I like it. I think it's good. You should do do your squats, do your thrusters yeah it'll make it'll make everything better. So let's go over the results for fork in the road here. Let's start on the female side.
1: Okay, cool. so for the females, so you want just the results for fork in the road. Let's just okay. do fork in the road first and then we'll talk about overall results after. All right if you cannot see me here, just give me left bear with me. can you see me okay? I can see you. All
0: right. Perfect. Okay. You look great. Thank you. I've been working out. Are you, Um, are you, you're wearing a rugged maniac shirt? I never, I do not know that was a rugged maniac logo. Are you more jacked than the rugged maniac guy? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you don't look
1: at my abs, you know, everywhere except that little middle section. I'm doing great.
0: They're (laughs) not, the the rugged maniac guy, he's not, he's not, he's just arms up. You can't see that midsection. You're more jacked than that. Exactly. So for the women,
1: uh, uh, first off, you had... Um, to no surprise, Lauren Weeks within nineteen twenty, and I mean,
0: I'm not surprised. Are you? <laughs> no, and I mean that was the thing. I didn't when I was talking to her. I didn't. I didn't follow up. But when we were talking about, I was asking her about her her time her her uh, her scores on um, Grip Gauntlet, and she was like, "I might." She was saying she might do this before the High Rocks event, like the Friday before. I'm not sure if that's what yes. she did, but she might have. <laughs> so, yeah. so she might have done that and then went out and, and uh smoked a high rocks.
1: I do know that uh Lauren and
0: Rachel were considering
1: doing as we had had, had hoped, that they were gonna do a side by side. And sadly it was uh it wasn't able to happen. I think uh, from Rachel's Rachel's perspective, I think they were gonna do it. And then Rachel also was gonna be at High Rocks, but then she uh she got a bit ill. Um, oh, a, shoot. No, no crazy COVID stuff, nothing like that. She just got sick. And, um, and was unable to do it and wasn't able to make high uh, rocks. So yeah, um, but yeah, so Lauren was first and then, of course, uh, right behind her, Rachel with a
0: 19.57. Again, great score. I would have loved to see their actual splits because we can see their final split and it looks like Lauren ran a 6.43 for her last mile and Razor yeah. ran a 6.54 and okay. she ended up beating her by like 37 seconds and 11 of that was there. Uh, so I wonder... If Lauren just hammered that first mile, something as she seems to be able to do, you know, (laughs) like she's pretty aggressive in her running style and her uh, and her just ability to hang on at like a high work rate. So I wonder if she just gapped her in the beginning, because I can't imagine between the two of them, they're being really any separation in in that gym workout no like, i
1: would i would think you're right i think i think lauren probably got her a bit on both of the runs and then they probably were neck and neck on the workout portion
0: yeah because you figure like at the highest end they're probably doing that in like five thirty, maybe under mm-hmm. you think um yeah because that workout's not really that hard for these two athletes who do a lot of volume in that space and are really highly accomplished in that. But there's also not a ton of room of variance in it. No.
1: And they're, they're not going to flinch at the 35 pounds for one. Um, That's not like, I mean, the way that would affect an Amanda Nadeau, uh, a Lindsay Webster, you know, a Chris Rogowski, that kind of weight is not going to affect Lauren and Rachel the same way.
0: Right. Like they're, they're squat cleaning the thing. They're doing them all on broken. I wonder if Lauren did do the ten, the five rounds. That was something else she said she, she was thinking about doing. It's the <sighs> five rounds.
1: Yeah, so I'm not, maybe, sure. not sure. Maybe
0: if she did do the five rounds, that could have been a, a push in that direction if she could do it all on broken. Just that little bit less in transition time. Yeah. So that 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 very well could have been, you know, Lauren maybe get, got, got five seconds on her in the beginning, and then the transition time was the remaining uh, 15 seconds or whatever to To make up for it, but I, I could imagine this was really a, a close workout between the two of them.
1: And then in third, you have Bridget Brown, who has really just performed amazingly, crushing uh, twenty three oh nine twenty four. Again, uh, not obviously not in the same realm as is Lauren and Rachel, but third overall in the workout. Um, yeah, she has really uh, announced her presence at the door with
0: this event. It's been very impressive. She brought it when she needed to bring it, right? Like she the first event, like she's obviously a good fast runner and mm-hmm. then has a great dead hang and really brought it for this last one. The combination of the two of the strength and the endurance, she has it. She you know, she's really new to the sport here. She hasn't done too much. She did do high rocks in Dallas, but she yeah. did doubles. Okay. So I'm guessing we're gonna see her. Yeah. I'm guessing we're going I'm hoping so. And her second runtime was
1: faster than Lauren's or Rachel's. So, I mean, she held it together well.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so she's going to be something like – she's going to be someone to really be on the lookout for here because like some of these scores, I think even her deadlift was equal to Tara Jackson's Mm -hmm. um, and her three-mile was faster than Tara. And Tara got second at Dallas just this past weekend, right? So, like, you know, put some specific training behind her. Yeah, yeah, she's got the speed and she
1: definitely has strength, so she she could be a really good force for Hyrox. Rocks. So I I'm yeah. really impressed. I hope I'm hoping to learn a lot more about her. I'm a Yancey camp girl. So nice. Yeah,
0: mom of three. Shout out. Got to mention that. Always. Really Nobody quick. ever says I'm a dad of two when I do stuff. That's just me. yeah. I know. We'll make sure to rent, mention it next time. Podcast yeah. intro. Yeah. Yeah. Dad of two. But dad I of two. On. Three podcasts a week. That's
1: unbelievable right, work. The dedication. I, my 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 parental theory is just neglect them and they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll be recording podcasts. That's um, right. Vivian Tafudo was fourth in this event.
1: Fifth, right? fifth in this
0: event. Fifth in this. Oh, I screwed up. I got the whole thing. Yeah, fifth that. in this event.
1: Fourth <laughs> in the event was Aaron Konoki.
0: Kyonki, I don't know. Aaron Konek. I would say Konek, Konek in, in, in right. that in that scenario. I tried um, to get too fancy. You did, <laughs> but uh, yeah, good showing for her on that. Really, she must. Yeah, she's she's uh, affiliated with some with a CrossFit gym there so she must have some CrossFit know-how. Um and then yeah, and Vivian was fifth, fifth and that was another good showing after a strong uh seventh place at Grip Gauntlet to really shoot her up the the leaderboard there. So yeah, I think this I mean these times are great. I mean, the Lauren and Rachel would have been right in the mix for like top 5. Top six times on mm-hmm. the men's side, so, um, and this is this is one where the the scores are going to be disproportionately faster for the men just based on the running, typically. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but the strength element piece is like you know they're they're right in the mix there and running really well because yeah all the guys who were in the top five had probably all the time was on the run for them. Now a couple of things that
1: actually really pop out to me about the women's stuff here is. Um, From second to third, so uh, I'm talking overall now, Bridget Brown in second, Rachel Vondrack in third. The difference between the two of them could have been three seconds in dead hang, and that would have been a swap in position.
0: I know. I know. And yeah, even like we mentioned it last week, the difference between Rachel and Lauren, you know, is four seconds in a 5K in a three mile and then five seconds in... A de- for a dead hang. Yeah. And then the last one being 20 some seconds so like it could have easily flipped and had Rachel getting being oh. those 2 or 3 points in front so and really tightening up the score a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um it's interesting. it was, it, it made, it's definitely a close contest and and made for good stuff. Um some notable things about the women's fork in the road. Uh no score from Lindsay. Yeah. Uh Yeah, have you have you spoke with her? You have. I haven't had a chance to speak with her. I'm not sure why. My first assumption might be just that that weight is is maybe a bit much for her and not not worth the risk to injury for her. Yeah,
0: maybe she tested it out and was like, "I'm doing doubles from the first set." You know, like Mm -hmm. so. Even if she does it, she gets. I mean, there was only ten women who did it, so even if she did finish, uh, yeah. Oh, so that's what they did. They gave her 10 or they gave her 34. Right. So she even like finished 10th. She still would have had a score of um, 17. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. She would have went from, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So she still wouldn't have been the money. You know, she probably looked at it and like, ah, he's, it was probably a financial decision. It's like, well, Lauren and Rachel guys in the bag, maybe Bridget. Like maybe she can beat her and something like that. Or maybe Bridget has a tough time with this as well, just because it's unknown for who she yeah. is. Um, but she probably was like, well, I'm going to do terrible in this. <laughs> so I can just skip it and um, yeah, just continue training as normal.
1: Yeah. And then the other, uh, the other notable is uh, Ida. Yeah. And do you know what happened there? No, I didn't hear. So Ida did do the workout. Unfortunately, uh, there was a miscu or she misunderstood the rules. There was a misunderstanding somewhere, and she did the thrusters with half weight, so she understood <laughs> it as thirty-five pounds total, not thirty-five pounds per per arm. Not allowed. No. So I don't know if she even tried to submit it, and someone told her. But the the video is on YouTube, and um, it is a shame that because she, um, I mean, her runs were good. I don't know how she would have done with. With the thrusters at the 35 pound weight, her, her toes bar were great. And she had a good setup. She had a nice, she was right beside a track with us, with a, a very stable pull-up bar. And I don't know, it was a very good setup. She may have done quite well, but
0: yeah, we'll never know. Yeah. We we would have seen her in the top five, most likely. Again, she wasn't going to really mix up the top three just because Bridget brought it. Bridget took yeah. care of business, you know, yeah. even if she beats Bridget, Bridget was still third in this event so she's fourth it knocks her down a point um and so it it doesn't doesn't help it doesn't change the the podium no no maybe third and rachel's and rachel's second but yeah i would have liked to see that that's better and (laughs) And i guess it's
1: good i was just gonna say it just goes to again make sure you read when especially any kind of virtual event make sure you read those rules specifically and, and iron out every detail because you have to almost be more, what well, you do, you have to be more detailed orientated in these things because you only get one shot at it and no one's going to be there to say, hey, you got to redo that because they don't know either. So
0: That's another reason to do it earlier in the week too. Like I did mine on Tuesday, uh, the last two workouts I did on Tuesday, just so I could make sure that it was okay and if I needed to have a chance to redo it. I wouldn't be completely fried. And that's another reason why I guess it's uh, kind of risky to not submit your score early. So Mm -hmm. like waiting until the last second, which pretty much everybody did in the last workout, but um, I guess you can kind of get some feedback (laughs) if you're not sure.
1: That does seem to be the strategy
0: because nobody wants to put up that target. If, If like, I, I know it's it's it, it, it doesn't make that much sense, but if people no. are gonna like do it and then redo it be like, oh crap, if I can do it like then they do have a bit of an edge because if if and then if they hold it till the end and you don't get a chance to redo it, um I should I was just thinking I should put mine up right away because I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. No chance. yeah, yeah,
1: but I think people people get worried like they're like, okay, if I put my score up there and I especially think to the grip gauntlet, like all right, I know once I get on the the dead hang, I'm like, I gotta hit this number. So if I got someone there telling me, all right, you're almost like I'm about to come off, but someone's like there, you got 10 seconds. I'm
0: going to find a way to get that 10 seconds. And I right, guess like so 10 is, seconds is five more spots. You can pass five more people if you hold on for 10 seconds. That's right. And I right. guess that's,
1: that's the whole idea behind not posting till the end. Yeah. Yeah. But again, things like this happen when you do that. So
0: it's risk reward. Totally. Totally. So let's just talk about the overall results then. So uh, we mentioned, so Lauren weeks ended up taking the win overall Bridget held on to second. Amazing. Yeah. Great work yeah. with eight total. So Lauren had six points. Bridget had eight points. Such a good showing. Uh Rachel Vondrak was uh third with ten points. Viviane Tefudo was fourth with twenty. And then Amanda Nadeau with a big rise up the board, finishing uh with twenty-three points in fifth. So she was so Amanda in particular had a, a last two events that were really good where she was eleventh after the three mile, and then she finished fifth and seventh mm-hmm. to bump her up into that top five. So love to see it. Love yeah. that she brought it.
1: Yeah, I, and I wouldn't have guessed that to be honest. Before the competition, I wouldn't have guessed that Amanda's best workout would would not be the run. You know, hmm. uh, I, I guess I always just think of her as a if as you're a, a like runner or whatever. But good mountain so runner, this, I think. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, she that- is
0: good on trails um the lone canadian in the top five
1: yeah 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 well you know we'll, we'll take it, <laughs> we'll
0: take it. <laughs> if you look at the 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 percentage of canadians entered we're, we're fine we're okay <laughs> you did great congratulations uh but yeah i mean no surprise is for lauren like we talked we hashed out between her and rachel it could have been just a couple of points here and there um but yeah bridget's a surprise here you know? It is. I, I, like I said, I hope to see her so mo- much more often
1: at, at many different things. I, I know very little about her whatsoever. Uh, I just, I think, to see another fresh face and someone come out of this is amazing. Um,
0: you, you'd hope that she would be at some more events, just based on because even if you don't know anything about this and you know uh, you're new to it, uh, you know Yanti Yanti encourages it. You come in. And you can look up Lauren and Rachel in two seconds and be like oh wow like these are actually the the two best high rocks female athletes that we have and uh across the board like the highest level of athletes so it's like okay she's already in the mix in this specific avenue um, which will translate somewhat into yeah. into a race I would imagine so hope to see her yep yeah. yeah that'd be good so uh, yeah I mean other than
1: that um I don't think I was like, I mean, I was, other than Bridget, not a ton that I would be surprised with. Yeah. Agreed. Um, maybe Orla Walsh. I mean, I don't know a lot about Orla, but I, when, you know, I do think of her from things like TMX and stadium racings and stuff like that. And I I thought maybe she
0: might be a little bit higher, but you know. Yeah. I'm not sure what her training status has been. I haven't seen her in race results in a couple of years, (laughs) Um, and I think she had some sort of injury where she was kind of recovering from for a while. So she, uh, I don't know what her, what, what kind of fitness level she's in right now, but it was good to see her name out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much my take on the women's side. All right, let's talk about dudes. Let's go to fork in the road for dudes. Um, all right. So all right, all right. I, I should I did, probably do this part Then I right? you want to do it. You go yeah, ahead
1: yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want you stroking your ego here.
0: So
1: <laughs> you do it for me. So first off in, in the fork in the road, Rich Ryan was seventeen fifteen. which dude, that is really freaking amazing time. <laughs> like, and especially, so, I mean, you were in, you were in a six minute on the last mile. You say your first mile was probably what you said, ju-
0: just something a little bit over five, five and change. Yeah. And when I looked at it at the, Gar- at the Garmin splits, it was 5.06 and then it was 5.54 or something like that. But yeah. So let
1: so Let's even call that, honestly, let's call that 11 minutes. So that means six minutes and 15 seconds to get through the transitions to and from the workout and actually get that workout done. Yeah. So, and if you doubt Rich, his his videos on
0: public. It's easy to find. So it's it's legit. That's for sure. So, subscribe to get the newest videos where, on, <laughs> on YouTube. Um, yeah. So, yes. So that was about right. <laughs> that, that was a yeah. good right. I mean
1: there's not much more to say. It was a, it was a very impressive performance um and well done. Uh second place Ryan Kent 1803 and um not a big surprise here. Uh, mm-hmm. again Ryan Kent really suits this kind of workout. He's got great strength, great speed and he you know if you hadn't uh, done what you did he would have been he would have been all over like he, mm-hmm. he you know I would, again I would just expect this out of Ryan. This is his cup of tea
0: and Yeah, he performed accordingly. I talked to him a little bit, and he said that was the most compromised he's ever felt after in a run. He's like, no, I never felt that way during High Rocks. Like, never felt that in OCR. Like, I never felt that bad on that second run. And I kind of felt the same way. So I was – after my workout, I was almost discouraged. I was like, that – like, there's room here for someone to slide in if they can run a little bit better. But uh, I think it just killed everybody. I think everybody just – (laughs) <laughs> had the same type of experience on that second mile um, that Kent and I had.
1: Yeah. Um, and I mean, you can see like six ten for a mile for him is, is not a great time.
0: So you can definitely see that, Like he says he was compromised and he was, he had to push hard to finish that one. And it's at altitude too. For 15 minutes, you'd probably give him another uh, for an 18 minute event, probably give him another 20 seconds or so for sea level. So he's probably somewhere in like 1740 at sea level. We'd say we'll give him the, the, the conversion. Yeah, 20 seconds could make a big
1: difference. That's a monstrous, monstrous number of change. Yeah. In uh, third, we had Jeremiah Mahan with uh, 1852. Now, do you know much about Jeremiah?
0: He's the one I've been talking about this whole time with, like, how yeah, big of a hole That's he was going to have. Yeah. And uh, so this was actually a great event for him. After the grip gauntlet, where I thought he was going to be, like, one of the top two or three in that, just with his deadlift alone. So he had a great redemp- redemption workout here. Um, like I said, he's like a set, 69, 70 minute high rocks guy, um, super strong, apparently can do toes to bar finishing at six Oh eight in that last one. So he can run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see him out on, on a course somewhere soon. And then, uh, in fourth and, and I was kind of
1: waiting for this guy to have a breakout. It's at an event, man, Brent Hastert, you know, the land shark, he finally coming through and this was far and away his best event coming yeah. fourth in this compared to 14th in the grip gauntlet, which was his next best. So 1910. Six sixteen final mile. I mean, he was cooking. That was a big improvement for him. That shot him up a lot. Mm-hmm. Then who else? Who was fifth in this it was one?
0: Alexander Gorny. Yeah, Alexander we haven't Alexander heard Gourney. too much of. He was top ten in the three mile, uh, and then kind of got kind of buried himself in grip gauntlet, um, but ended up with a sub twenty time in the fork in fork in the road. And that might be a cool like barrier, right? For this event, if you want to, if you want to have like a, uh, something to strive toward and in, uh, in terms of like an, uh, an elite athlete, maybe like a sub 20 is like mm-hmm. a, and then maybe a, then like a sub, I don't know, 1830 or sub 18 or something like that would be like that next level. If you want to kind of re- retest something like this. Um, yeah, yeah. So anything under 20, so there's only there's seven total people under 20 in the whole competition. So, um, yeah. So shout out to to Alex Gorny for for bringing it.
1: Now, I mean, I, as far as different things that jump out from Fork and Road for the men, other than the, just the top five there. So uh, Ryan Atkins again, much like he did not, he put out a post
0: beforehand and did not look comfortable with the movements whatsoever. <laughs> um, he was like on a playground. It was like these <sighs> thick monkey bars that he was that he was dealing with yeah yeah he, he had a lot going against him and
1: he definitely like i said when when i saw his toe to his stories i'm like oh geez um you know i'm not i'm not sure he's ever done these before <laughs> <laughs> probably not probably has uh, in true atkins way he he did the workout twice so apparently his first time was closer to 25 minutes and keeping in mind that uh you're looking here i mean he ran a 522 for his last mile you know, his first one was likely faster. So that just tells you how much time he spent
0: doing the workout portion. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> he yeah, Because yeah, he must have been waiting around, right? Like he yes. must have like, his heart rate probably came down. He's probably getting like frustrated with how the toasted bar were going. And then he was able to yeah. just like hammer. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: but in, in his, you know, uh, true learning curve, he re- ended up with the 2104, which ended <laughs> up
0: being a, a pretty decent time. Um, and again, and it, considering... And it- and it kept him in that uh, in second place, right? It was, it was close, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, he, he redid it to, and held on to his spot.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, good for him. That was it was a that was <laughs> that was impressive.
0: Was. Clearly not his wheelhouse, and he he soldiered through. So and uh, shout out to Megita, too. Doesn't doesn't really he he, he told me he's like I've never done a toaster bar in a workout ever, and he ended up in sixth place with a twenty twenty nine. And, um, yeah, so just like the, there is certainly, this is probably the only real skill that Mm -hmm. was involved in the entire competition. I mean, there's technical pieces for a thruster and for a deadlift for pull up, maybe even, but for, in terms of like an actual skill, this is probably the only real skill that we saw throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Linking, linking toes to bar is
1: definitely, definitely exactly right. Like you said, it's a skill. There's a trick to it. It's. And if you can't do it, it's going to cost you so much. I mean, if, it's very similar to thinking back to when TMX happened. If you could not do
0: butterfly pull-ups, right. it's a disadvantage. And that would be the same for here. Totally. Totally. Even then it was like sandbag cleans. Like a lot of people were just kind yeah. of looking at the sandbag who didn't didn't like know how to – like the clean movement. Like how do I get this to my shoulders? Um yeah, so we didn't yeah. really have too much of that, but this is like the only movement that was like really skill oriented. And you can see guys like Meghita and Atkins who obviously have the fitness, but just like that, that l- missing that little skill that it uh, cost them quite a bit.
1: Now, there is one other thing I noticed about the men, and I'm not sure if this is good. or I'm not definitely not good. I'm not sure what happened, though. Um, Ham Osborne. The great Hambino? Yeah. The great Hambino. He was – his score, if I remember correctly, was huge. It was like 1701 or something? Yes. And if you looked – now, I mean, I don't know if he understood how you entered the score or not, but his his final mile, which is listed as a tiebreaker, was like a 730 or something along that line. So, yeah. The math wasn't m- working. Yeah, which means he would have had to have done the workout in like three minutes. And, right. You know. It just seemed a little unlikely, but but um, but uh, now he is his score is completely
0: off the board. So I'm not sure what happened in that scenario. Same, yeah, that was that 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 uh, caused a little bit of a of a ruckus there. It's like, wait, what? How did this? How how could this person have done this? And I, I did find him on the CrossFit Games site uh, mm-hmm. doing some open workouts and. He's, pretty, he's a pretty strong dude, but like there was workouts la- like the low one last year that had toast bar and like pull ups and things into it, and he didn't do particularly well. So I was like, uh, this might not be right. Maybe he did 50 total pounds. Maybe he pulled a Nita. Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe he did. And, and that is, is quite possible. But the thing that really threw me off and the reason why it stood out so much to me was, again, the last mile time he had written down. I mean, obviously, he was strong in the grip right. gauntlet. He got a 706, which was which a fantastic score. Only second to Atkins. And, but then when in his three-mile, he had only run – and I say only because it's still a fast time, an 18.01. Mm-hmm. But that means at his best, he's probably
0: just under a sub-six-minute mile. That, that's so. another way that math didn't quite add up. So if you ran your 5K pace front and back, which no one else really was able to do in this, and mm-hmm. did uh, a five-minute <laughs> – that, that would mean your workout had to be five minutes. Or uh, less, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with
1: transitions, and like I said, and then would li- listing like a seven something as the final mile. I think, I think honestly, I don't think it was anything really underhanded here or anything like that. I think he may
0: have just made some kind of error in either yeah. entering the score or as how he interpreted the workout. Totally, because I was like, man, we got, we better see this guy out on the course someplace. <laughs> mega scores like this, maybe we will. Maybe we'll see him at the next. She's like hybrid. this guy owes me some money. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Now let's do overall for dudes. It was a Ryan fest as it is always a Ryan fest. I'm mm-hmm, just happy mm-hmm. to be part of the Ryan conversation this time. That, that makes me happy. So, yeah, um, yeah. Um,
1: right, so I did go ahead. Go, I was just saying, uh, when you think about this here again, it's a scenario where Atkins, if he did not redo that workout, he would have definitely been behind Kent, possibly behind Magida. And it would have
0: cost. If he he had left it at like 25
1: ish, yeah. Because 25 ish would have put him like
0: 18th. Yeah. 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 That would have buried him.
1: And and that was the
0: the score that he finished with, I think, was what, 17? Yeah. It would have doubled his score or or 14, I'm sorry. Yeah. So he would have been out of the top three for sure.
1: So wise decision to redo that. It worked out very well for him. Um,
0: It It was the flip of Lindsay's, right? It's like, it's like, ah, it's probably not going to make any money, so I don't need to do it. Right. I, like, I need to freaking do this thing again if I want to make any money with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that uh, we won't let McGee know that's what happened because uh, he stole his spot. So
0: yeah, yeah, So that yeah. was yeah,
1: just a good competition there. Good, you know, nice to see that close race. I mean, you, I mean, I'm just you, you can shut up. You have five points, but then 14, 15, and 18 for second, third, and fourth. That is a blanket that you could have just thrown over those guys, and anyone could have ended up
0: anywhere hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Atkins in second, Kent in third, Magida in fourth. And then Jeremiah had a great showing with that last, uh, workout with that third place finish, jumping himself up to fifth. Um, so also for him, your boy, Brennan finished in seventh. So still a very solid showing for him. Yeah, he, um, he's very
1: happy with that. Um, it was better than he expected. Obviously his first event was, was his best. And we knew that would be from the start. Um, and like I said, he fought very hard with those thrusters, but he, did get through them and uh, little story from right before the event he had been again he's not a crossfitter by any stretch of imagination he had been practicing a little bit of toes to bars trying to get the feel for it and um when he got to our place it was actually my wife who gave him the final tips on how to properly link them together and how to he's like oh my god this is so much better (laughs) that was the light bulb they needed (laughs) yeah right before we started so (laughs) it could have been a lot worse So. (laughs) But yeah, that guy—maybe um, not the strongest guy in the world—but he's got grit. He's got a lot of
0: grit. And this is the thing: it's just in general with this competition and how you can kind of see the results play out, and, and like the whole—you can kind of understand that you're not going, might not do as well as you thought you might have, and just kind of trickle off and just kind of leave the competition. But you know, big big shout outs to dudes like—and this is not like being like false humility stuff but like dudes like atkins kent and magita all were like coming off of huge events with like the national series and, and kent had done the spartan games atkins the spartan games magita ran a freaking marathon in the beginning of this and then did a high rocks at the end of this those guys didn't need to do this at all <laughs> like it probably didn't it probably made less sense for them to do it but i know kent went after it he was trying his hardest and like did events multiple times atkins did events multiple times because he and magita same deal like. Because these dudes are competitive, right? Like they're yeah. not just going to like show up and just half-ass something. And that's just a testament to why you see those three dudes at the top of any event that they go to because they put everything into whatever they got going. So um, big shouts to those guys who really didn't have to try as hard as they did for something like this.
1: No, they, they've definitely pushed. I mean, they have the whole will of the warrior thing. They, they You know what it is? They, they like to win they are compet Like you said, they're true pros, they're true competitors, and they're going to do everything they can. hundred percent,
0: no yeah. matter what it is. And we've seen this from Atkins over and over. We've seen from Canton, different arenas, McGee, the same thing. they have all had success everywhere. So, um, no surprise to see him here, but I'm, I'm just, just wanted to shout that out. Right. Cause they didn't need to, to, to go after this the way that they did. Yeah, Exactly.
1: Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the team? Because we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the, the team, and the, the co ed team would be the main event of the teams. It seemed like it was that. And the. Because that's like the, the money event for the team. So
0: I thought that there was money for all of them. Is there not?
1: I don't think so. I think, like, I've read somewhere, and again, and sometimes these things, details, and who knows if I read it on a Competition Corner, if I read it in the Osiris Stars Rulebook, or where I
0: read it. But something was the co ed team was the, the, the money, money team event. And actually, the co-ed team that won uh, positive for gains, negative for COVID, solid name, Um, they had some great scores. (laughs) They had a really good fork in the road score uh, and a really good – no, who – yeah, they had a good – They were solid across the board. Mm. Do you know who they are?
1: I I did not like – I mean, I looked at the names. I do not know them. Um, I think they're probably more crossfit oriented people.
0: Mm, Um, i would think so with that
1: with the fork in the road score reach functional fitness is what they're representing so that's obviously a gym for them but you know so you were looking at their three mile time combined was a 1642 with a 506 being the fastest mile there i mean that's that's pretty quick then a you know their grip gauntlets they had a 435 pound deadlift in there for a 600 pound 600 point overall score and the fork in the road 16 17 with a five twelve on the final. So let's just say 5 12. If they were smart, that would have been their best, their fastest miler.
0: Well, the first guy, well, they have a 506 miler on the team.
1: Yeah, you know, that's, that's true. But, same guy, but you would think, though, I mean, had that being the tiebreaker, you'd want to send your fastest guy last just in case. Unless
0: he's the best at the gym stuff. Yeah, that would be odd, though,
1: wouldn't it? <laughs> maybe. Um, anyway, so 16 17, that means whoever did do their gym workout as well was flying too. So they, they yeah. have what seems to be a very well put together team. They had all their I's dotted and T's crossed on that one.
0: Yeah, so that's probably really fun for them.
1: Yeah. That said, um, they really were very close, like to legit being a second place team. They were one point away.
0: So Yeah, it, they kind of got worked in the last two workouts though. There's only they did, f- they did. There's only five teams and four of them... Completed all of them. Completed everything. Yeah. So I'm guessing if there were some stronger teams in here, that, that there would have been a lot more places in between the point spread here.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. But again, you're looking, so on that grip gauntlet, you're looking at 50, 52 split it between seconds and pounds. You know, 52 points on that one could have swung it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. – that's attainable right so anyway you're right it does the score does look big but when you start breaking it down a little bit that it was definitely feasible but so i mean one point either way good workout good competition and uh two bulls and a bucket which is another great name (laughs) coming in there for third
0: place on that yeah shouts to them we'll go over the male team of three yeah so we had do you know any of these guys were you guys were you guys talking trash no, I didn't. You know what? They were hard to find. I didn't even see any other uh,
1: team videos until I saw, um, I believe it was the Texas Runslingers video. And um, yeah, they. I'll be perfectly honest, on both theirs and ours, we both got docked. So we you did. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. For and, what? um I was docked for, and it was me. It was me. My portion got docked apparently for not having full extension on some of the thrusters which i've looked at the video and maybe i'll send it to you and you can tell me what you think um from the other videos i saw there it's it's comparable it definitely was i definitely was deep enough in the squad there was no question about that i'm a little concerned that maybe because it was so cold i wore a sweater and sweatpants and um maybe might have been a little difficult to see but to be perfectly honest and they docked us like five minutes (laughs) wow really yeah but to be man to be perfectly honest being that division set up as it is it actually didn't affect our placing oh so you guys Um, got third yeah we got tied for third and some of these like it shows a lot of them didn't do it but actually some of them i think there were two others that did do it and had their scores completely completely wiped out so I don't know what their issues were. If they had, again, something like EDA where maybe they didn't quite follow the rules right or the videos weren't
0: eligible or something along the lines. But
1: they this got
0: their a <laughs> But like, and like the, should a team that didn't do all of the events, re- so you guys were only the... Only the three. One of the three teams that did all the events. Only... No, because the Run Slingers didn't do... Oh, right. Yeah, they didn't do the second one. The second one. So you guys got second. I'm giving you a second. Yeah, uh, we will take it. Like I just
1: think it's... Um, I mean, you can make that argument, but it, if you put it down to like, even when you think about a CrossFit, right? If you're doing your CrossFit workout and you get enough points and don't do that final event, your points still count. So I don't know. You could argue yeah. that either way. In the spirit of the event, I think you should do them all. But at the same time, I'm not going to complain about it because... This is the way the rules are set up. It was set up that way beforehand. There was never anything said about right. it, so
0: and I accept it, it completely. In CrossFit, if you don't do an event, you're mm-hmm. out of the competition. Though you can't then oh, okay. do a la- the last event. You know, so if they didn't do the last event. Sure. That's true. That's true. That's true. So I guess it probably wouldn't have changed the outcome, but like you can't do that in the in the competition.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, it but like I said, that was not specified in the rules beforehand. So. It is what it is we had actually gone into this with a goal of not dead last so nice hey tied for third we'll take it so almost <laughs> second
0: arguably second arguably second you know we pretty much won i mean we that's really the way it, it was <laughs> basically yeah. won. congrats we both won um and then fit farm our girl bethany out there representing just killing female it, team. Killing it. Cru- no doubt from from the no, beginning no, yeah, wire yeah. to wire literally months. unchallenged unchallenged um maintaining her ocr star podium streak that's a thing bracken that's has the spartan streak 10 years bethany just getting started that's right OCR She's OCR getting start, star streak. for well, yeah on, in 2030 she'll be 10 years close,
1: good close to bracken yeah <laughs> yeah but most importantly uh is coming along and still with no pain in her rehab so that's what's best she is moving up and you know, quick note: Canadian
0: Series twenty twenty two. Oh, watch out! She's ready. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for her. So let's get into. Okay, so let's talk about quickly what we think. I don't know if they've made a statement on what it is, or um, but like tiebreakers, right? So there was potentially a tiebreaker in 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 your. Mm-hmm section. So like there are going to be some ties that we're going to have to talk about when we get into the age group. What do you think a tiebreaker is for this? I don't know. Excuse me. And that's the thing. They've had all these
1: tiebreakers in each individual event. And why have a tiebreaker if you're going to have three teams tied
0: for third? Uh, I don't I maybe they just have to fix that later. I think the way that it's I think that they are going to take a head to head So whoever won more events out of the, uh, like just against each other will then get the tiebreaker. The way that competition corner aligns the athletes sequentially Mm -hmm. is that it seems to be that, but they still have the number the same, the placement number the same. So I don't know how they're going to do it. And for age group last year, they did give away some swag for the, um, for the winners from the sponsor swags. There's something up for, up for grabs here. So, um, let's get into it. Let's get into the dudes. Sure. 18 to 34. So this is, there was a tie at the top. Tate Cowley and Aaron Braun both had 17 points total, but Tate beat Aaron in fork in the road. Tate won that outright Good for him. 20 yeah. to 26. Pretty solid, pretty solid. And then ran 16, 34. Tate, you got to go. You're in pro next time. Yeah, I would front. think so. Yeah, I would think his numbers are definitely there. You've graduated, and then Aaron uh, was sixth in. Aaron just beat Tate in grip gauntlet. He was fifth overall in that. Yeah. And I know Aaron's new to the sport of OCR, so I don't know how. Uh, like, and his running's not bad, but I like someone like Tate seems like he's he's a bit more on the runner side. Yeah,
1: and and more well rounded too. I mean, like he he lost on grip gauntlet, but we know that could have been just one little slip or something. Whereas in the fork in the road, he was dominant. And I mean, a full minute on the three mile is 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 a good amount.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe they just like uh, simulate an OCR event. That maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's what I think this is. I think Hunter has a super sophisticated piece of software that he's developed that he can plug in the numbers from these people and they could have simulated OCR races. <laughs> so you can work out what's going to happen. Do, we don't need to run these races anymore. We just know the outcome. So I think Tate would probably win in, in – The the simulation.
1: Yeah, Um, I put my $2 bet on him.
0: Yeah. So, but shouts to Aaron. I know this is his first OCR event, but he he did great 17 points. And Troy Taylor was just 19 points. This is tight, man. He he had a great showing in Fork and Run, finished third. Uh, Caleb Yates sighting Caleb Yates in the house yep. he had a gr- he had a mega push in the back half he had a tough three mile finish in 20 uh, 20th in that and then he but he won grip gauntlet with a score of 680 which is beast and then he was twenty two fourteen 14 in uh, fork in the road so Caleb's one of the better hybrid athletes we have too so one yeah, of the better yeah. beer milers we have also well and there is a claim to fame that's something to be proud of and then Richard Koenig so that I, are is there there is there there's a relation Aaron. here I don't know if there's a relation you I would assume there is, but uh to Aaron,
1: who is in the in the pro female division
0: I'm guessing there's relation, but who knows uh they do have different crossfit gyms however um him and Caleb tied for for fourth with twenty three points so wait one two three four so like. Yeah, I don't know. So someone's in fifth there, but it looks like, let's see, Caleb beat him head-to-head in two of the events and they have him in order sequentially there. So um, shouts to those dudes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, great showings. I mean, some guys put in a good score. And I think maybe because, well, I mean, you don't know the age of some of these guys, but I think the big difference, like, you are seeing other than with Tate, you can definitely see the scores have dropped off a lot compared to the pro. You know, I mean – you're talking like, you know, twenty seven minutes for Aaron for Fork in the Road was sixth place, you right? know, third place, right. twenty
0: twenty fifth. It's a big drop off. And um,
1: you know, it shows but that's why Tate
0: group. Right. And like there's not there might not be fully realized athletes, right? Like it seems mm-hmm. like Tate is really kind of on the verge of that. Maybe, you know. Uh, 479 and grip Gauntley probably would have got really buried in something like that. Maybe he's just kind of coming around to his, his strength training, but 2026 is pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good in, in fork in the road. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, that's a good point. And again, age wise,
1: I don't know Tate at all. So, I mean, he could be literally anywhere between 18 and 34. So it really depends on his age as to where his, where his development is at 18 to 34 though. That's a huge
0: I actually I think can't. the next, I think the next age bracket's different, but but anyway. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Shouts yeah. to Tate Callie for the win and Treasure Valley Family YMCA. I think he's just hammering these workouts at the YMCA. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I would, love to, I would love to see it. He probably got reprimanded when he was done. He's like, hey, you can't do that again. Yeah, what is it, Planet um, Fitness? He would have been sounding off that alarm or whatever yeah, it is. He'd been a lunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Third. Any anything else to add with eighteen and thirty-four? No, 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 no. It was, you know, just not really, no, <laughs> no, nailed it. no surprises.
1: Not a lot of names that I recognize, aside from Caleb is would be the
0: one that jumps out to me big time. I've been like following this, like these like stories within this throughout this whole time. So like, I'm starting to like, like oh yeah, that guy did, I'm, I'm starting to like, these names are coming around. And, and from 35 to 49, it was Mike Day, who I said was a forced drive. He's such a winter drive athlete. He's a, he's a bracket athlete guy there. So he, and I met him this past weekend at the the stadium. He won his age group at city nice. fields. He's just a beast. Had a, had a great showing and finished fourth and fourth Road, fourth in grip gauntlet and uh, third in the three mile. So just really consistent, awesome effort from Mike. So he's no Very stranger well for of these things. Yeah. Great, great effort for that. Great, good athlete on that. Um, Colin Cochran was, Second, he had fourteen points, so he uh just held held on by the end of Fork and Road, he finished eighth there. Um finished in second. Matt Stevens, who is a uh Spartan Games alum. Yeah, right? yeah, I believe he
1: is, yes. Uh, that's um yeah, he was the the, the representative, representative for the military,
0: yes. Yeah. So yeah, he brought it. He finished uh, third overall, twenty-one points, and he had a good showing at Grip Gauntlet, where he was third there, best event, and finished up a seventh to maintain third. David Schultz Jr. was fourth, and he tied with Isaac Lacey for uh, fourth in the um, overall. And Isaac was the dude who just whooped me in bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need to talk about him. Forget that guy. Yeah, forget that guy. But good for him. Yeah, he's good really strong uh Spartan athlete. We had Kevin Gregory aka Bubbles uh, the Bubs Clown out there. Yeah, so he, he was sixth who also won his age group by like a, he won all age groups in at City Fields. So also a really good athlete there for the, the Spartan race. You've
1: seen him. You'll oh, you know him. He passes the eye test as an athlete, that's for sure. And and Dude. to go to go from like a guy who wears a clown mask all the time and people would have thought was just a bit
0: of a joke, you no know, Kevin is legit. Legit. He's super jacked. Really serious about his training. Really serious about his nutrition. Knows the whole deal. And uh, is leaning le- has leaned into his strengths for a long time. But is puts in a lot of work. And he's got it. Yeah. He's got a gym affiliate up there, yeah. Underdog Fitness, up in uh, Con- uh Connecticut, like uh, Fairfield County area. If you're at, in the area, take a look. He does, they do Deca events up there sometimes. I was thinking about getting up there, do one. Um, so nice. shouts to him. Shouts to him. Um, so one jump out
1: here is, uh, uh, Matt B. Davis in 59th place. Oh, I
0: missed him. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Matt. 59th place. Um, he put in, put in a hell of an effort. Good job, Matt. Way to go. And then Josh Chase right there in 60th. Look at those dudes. Look at those two. That's cute. <laughs> That's so. Cute. They, they, they didn't, they did. I, I taunted him already that
1: he did not complete the workouts. He said he, 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 he must've missed, he must not have submitted his video properly or something. He's
0: that must be definitely a concerned. There was a technical issue. The uh, I did watch his story when he was doing the three mile time trial, and he's given us like updates mid, on mid his run. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this guy's cranking. He's <laughs> certainly redlining at this point." <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll get to the bottom of the video submission thing. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, fifty to fifty nine, Enrique Loreno took it down. Frank Fazalari. Ended up second and Jeff Pappas in third. And then guess who won 60 plus? One guess
1: 60 plus. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Boat, Boat. and um, I don't know. Bogue, maybe? Oh, so, yeah, there a, he is. A man named Bogue cleaning up three total points. Richard Bogue, father of Forrest Bogue, absolute beast. Absolute beast.
1: Every time I think of this group, I think of him and I think of uh, Hubie Cushman or Cushman. I'm not sure I say it right, but Indian Mud Run. I always th- always think of those two when I think of the sixty plus guys. They are, I think, Hubie's sixty plus now. He's right up there anyway. He's, if not, he's close. Those are the two guys I always think of for, for for that age group area. Richard's untouchable. He's my favorite sixty plus athlete that's ever lived. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. I mean, just just to see what
0: he does too is it's kind of is you know what we'd call a role model for all of us. Totally. Totally, someone, some, someone's got to be. Uh, let's yeah. move into the female category for age group. Michelle Smith, dominating performance, dominating performance. Fifth, fifth, five total points for second in the uh, three mile time trial, first in grip gauntlet, second in fork and road. Top to bottom, smash. So good for her. No more age group. No more age
1: group. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, is she ready for age group? I think she's right on that line. It's I mean, ready. or sorry, ready for pro. I mean. Uh... I don't know, like 30, 41 on a fork in the road.
0: She would have been like she'd been 10th in the three-mile. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she would have been buried a little bit in fork in the road. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's right there. She's right on that edge. That's, that's, a, that's a let Jake, Jack make the call let's look up the let's look up where she is in the spartan rankings and that'll be the deciding factor which if you haven't checked out make sure you go check out jack power's new and improved spartan ranks he did the, he has this one now that it's uh on, on yanty dot com, where you can search the races did you look at those i did i did i took a quick look at some of them it was crazy to see some i thought of them. that's cool I, I liked that at first i was like what is this but it actually ranks how good the races are um, which I like, cause then I can I have a justification for why I don't place as well. So I'm like, well,
1: look how good this race
0: was. I, that's why and it's, it's
1: interesting too. Cause it's not just a matter of what course is more difficult. It's got to do with the competitors there showed and up. that goes on. Right. Cause for right. us, we had, we had red deer and blue mountain this year. Those are the only two races we had and red deer. He has ranked as a more difficult race for, for certain sections when blue mountain was just, if you're taking course to course, it was way more difficult. Oh but-
0: Yeah but like where you're going to place in it. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's the one caveat when going into that, when you're like, how is Jacksonville harder than Killington? It's like, that's not, we're not, we're not talking about that. That's not the same thing.
1: No, And and it might be different from like, you might be your Jacksonville sprint versus, you know, so for us, again, your red deer sprint versus your blue mountain sprint might be very different compared to your red deer um, beast versus your blue mountain beast because of the competition that goes in each event. Right. So it's, it's really 100%. thorough. It's great stuff. If you, if you at all are into the stats, you got to check it out. 100%.
0: Uh, second place, Daniela Ramirez-Thiedemann. She ended up uh, coming back Closing strong, a fork in the road. Uh, Finished with 14 points. She needed that finish, fork in the road, with th- third because Jordan uh, Hasland was right mm-hmm. on her heels there, oh, yeah. and she only had two points on her. But uh, Danielle took care of business in fork in the road to hold her off. Um, and then Katie Ames was fourth overall with a 19 points. And did where did she? She won. She oh wow, she smashed everybody. Mm-hmm. yeah Michelle was second with 30 41 fork in the road five uh, minutes difference I think I said Katie then that's Katia I'm guessing this is I think you're right Katya yeah Katia yeah Katya I have a friend named Katya doesn't spell like that but I don't know how you're, I don't know if there's a right way um but yeah 25 35 <laughs> that is a whooping that yeah. is a butt kicking
1: yeah and like I said that that really propelled her up just a, you know I mean she couldn't have done any more, but if if the <laughs> If the cookies had or the whatever the, the pieces had fallen a little
0: bit differently, that might have got her of the podium. Yeah. So, shouts to her making that one, and then Haley Vierman uh, finishing over top five with twenty points overall, just pretty consistent through the throughout um, for the tenth, fourth, and sixth place finish. Yeah. All right. Let's move into female thirty five forty nine Kelly Williams. We said might lead this thing wire to wire i think she dropped back a little bit on the second red yeah, group gauntlet uh she took a bit of a hit there um finishing eighth but fin- finished second in fork and road to take care of business to end up with 11 points in uh first place overall this ended up being a pretty compelling race because brand showman mm-hmm. who we shouted out last week uh who had the biggest pull the biggest deadlift out of anybody in the entire competition yeah uh, she started in 10th place with a, in her, with her three mile, one grip gauntlet outright, and then one fork in the road outright, twenty three thirty
1: five Yeah. I mean, just amazing scores. Just if she had had just, just a little better on that run, like that, that's unreal. I'm I've seen her videos. I follow her on Instagram. She is a powerful girl
0: and in mm-hmm. a very smart, very educated woman. Like totally she's yeah. got it together of the highly functional podcast. Does does some coaching on her own. She has a she she was on uh, this very podcast a couple of months ago, and it was great. Really knowledgeable. Has a great understanding of how uh, the body works. Um, and then so shouts to her. And she does. She's like more in that CrossFit space where yeah. she's doing. She does CrossFit comps and things like that. So that workout seemed to be right up her alley, and she killed it. Twenty three thirty five. Oh, yeah. Where that? Where would that have gotten her in the pro? Well, 2335. I bet that would have been up
1: there pretty damn good. I think fourth. Wait. Yeah. She's she's hitting that with a 753 on her last mile.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So So yeah, like, so Bridget Brown, for example, she was 2309, ran 640 on her last one. So mm Bram was just worked through that. She must've had like probably pretty close unbroken in the gym. And then just like the running is where like, you know, and, and as she finished 10th in the age group, in three mile, the running is definitely not her stronger stronger suit no. there, but she was able but to it, do, do the thing. But again,
1: much like Lauren and Rachel, I'm sure the 35 pound uh, dumbbells were nothing for her. Nothing, like, you know,
0: nothing. Um, and then Michelle Wall was tied in second, but again, we're getting a brand of the the tiebreaker here with with two wins. Uh, Emily Angel was fourth, uh, and then Brooke Bowen. Uh, yeah locked up top five with a third place finish and fork in the road. And like, yeah, I saw her video, some video she posted on it and she, her toast, it looks like she knows what she's doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, Brooks, we get familiar with Brooke, she was uh, part of the high rocks invitational. She's, she's always out there in OCR. She's very noticeable. And, uh, I believe, you know, like Brooke is, uh, when I don't want to be insulting here, she is a seasoned seasoned veteran. So she's really keeping it going. She's
0: really maintaining that fitness. 100%. Love to see it. Um, female 50. Anything else for 35 no, 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 49? No. All right. And Joyce Christian in 50 to 59 uh, had the Bogue score. We're just going, I'm calling it the Bogue. Score. <laughs> if you clean sweep, that's a Bogue. Um, and Heidi Williams also with the Bogue, but I think they were the only uh, participants in their respective age group category. Shout outs for showing up to each one of these events and bringing it, Heidi Williams, as you always do. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her, her and Richard, they're just uh, kindred spirits there totally totally uh cool so any last thoughts what do you think (sighs) well
1: i mean here's the thing i mean i guess we go and we think about this was this a successful event did it go off well i mean for you i'm sure it was it was a great success yes huge success. absolutely yes the event itself we'll see what it is but i mean i'll let you know on just some numbers that i ran through So you were looking at, um, and I'm counting the teams as one entry, so these are a little bit different. So you were looking at 352 entries, Um, and like I said, again, that's the teams, each counting as one entry. Uh, 229 of them did the time trial, so Uh that's, you know, it is what it is, and then 201 did the grip gauntlet, 143 did the fork and road, and 136 did all three workouts. Yeah. So I mean that is like you expect drop-offs all the time in these events when there is multiple events because people essentially, well I'm I'm done so I'm out.
0: Right. You stuff know. happens over the course of couple stuff of weeks, happens. People getting sick, people have other <laughs> events to do. Um, just That's right. Doesn't make it worth their while for sure.
1: And it and it and it is a case of but this one a lot of people were like hey I don't really care to do the workouts this is just a decent chance to win a jeep. Totally. And yeah. and so you look at some people that way. So my question to you though, is do you think that this is enough interest for Hunter to put it on again next year?
0: I think it really does hinge on the ability to get this to be a qualifier for an in-person event. I think mm-hmm. that if they make an in-person event that we can actually qualify ourselves into and then win money and gets and like have it be covered like these other, like, a, like the Spartan games, like a CrossFit games and and anything, right? Just like, hire the buttery bros and have them cover it and put it out on their YouTube channel or whatever, or or make a YouTube for for Hunter's YouTube channel or whatever. And just to get some coverage and to get some more exposure for these athletes and to get them, uh, get eyeballs on them and potentially have a good payout for an in-person event. I think that that's probably what, what is going to be needed here because if it's going to be a standalone online competition, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see it.
1: No, you need, I think essentially what it needs is, and you're right you're pretty much an nail on the head is it needs a sponsorship dollars. So mm-hmm. for sponsorship dollars, it needs viewers, which means people need to you know, see it needs to be promoted. So however they do that, if they figure out a way to, like I said, with an in-person event to make this that qualifier, and then the sponsored dollar ships rolls in to see that live or whatever, live to tape competition. Right. And, and that's the, and,
0: and that exposure will, will then probably trickle out beyond the reach that just uh, Hunter's personal brand has, which if. Is obstacle racers, obstacle course racers, and that's who the primarily people are in here, in this, and that's not necessarily the the type of athlete that exclusively needs to do this, especially in the format this year. Like this was definitely more of like a hybrid CrossFit type of mm-hmm. an event, and so if we can reach those athletes and attract those people in, I don't necessarily think OCR athletes are interested in stuff like this, but mm-hmm. so for in terms of just like the demographic in general, but there are athletes who would be. Um, so yes. I think it is just getting it found out and, and getting a virtual event found out, uh, found like uh, getting exposure is like, how are you supposed to do it? Um, so it uh, needs, yeah. there needs to be something in person or needs to be some sort of coverage for this to to help reach other people. I think. All right. So
1: one more question for you:
0: as an event, what
1: would you do to improve this one? Uh, me? Yeah, because I know it, nothing. Workouts workout wise are perfect. <laughs> Workouts <laughs> wise
0: are exactly as they should be. Yeah, I mean, just the, the like the same type of things that we talked about leading into it. Just mm-hmm. some of the, the the messaging and the the standardization, clarity on the communication part. Um, I think was better this year and was less frustrating for sure. Um, but I think there there was definitely people who did did feel that a little bit. Um, and so I, I think that that is probably one. I mean. Yeah, in terms of the programming, I liked it. I, I obviously yeah. I liked it. I liked. I do like this format. I really like the idea of doing event, doing these events, and seeing where you're stacking up and seeing how you're changing. And I think it is mm-hmm. motivating and it's fun. And I and I enjoyed watching and seeing how things were kind of playing out. So I liked the format, like this CrossFit Open style format. Um, so yeah, I was definitely less frustrated with the way that the the judging and the mm-hmm. communication. But maybe I was just seasoned for it a little bit more. and I was just. Ready for it? I'll, I'll be honest. I heard less
1: complaints about judging and, and things like this this time. But there was less so people. <laughs> true, true. I, I Yeah, that's true. But I still, I think, just the general vibe. I did hear much less complaints about judging and and um, yeah, forms of communication and stuff like that. Anyway, my big thing that I would think that I would take away uh, is a little improvement to the way the team section is run. Because yeah. again, it could have been like I said before, we had one of our guys did a run a dead hang and a run so a little more thought process in that would be good i get it that you know sometimes you just it is what it is and i think honestly as a weakness competition corner might be a limiting factor and that might be something that they need to improve upon whether I'm, it's with competition corner and and discussing how to to do these things together or moving on to something else as far as a scoring system
0: it's there's clearly something with competition corner needs to be improved that with the second event needed to be changed at the last second because Comp- competition corner couldn't uh handle inputting three different yeah. you know, scores there's no archives from last year which i think is a huge problem Agreed. i that, that is a really big red flag for something like this because like the historical data, like the results are what people are going to need for credibility purposes. Mm-hmm. And if it just doesn't have it, we can't look back into the archives. Like that's a problem. And I don't know if that's on the competition corner problem or it's just something that I didn't foresee it being a thing, but like the, like these results can't just disappear because like, how are you supposed to look back at, at like as an athlete, like how are you supposed, like if you're someone who's looking into this and you want to make sure if it's serious or not, like you got to kind of look backwards, but yeah. that I don't like. No, I, 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 I agree. And that's what I said.
1: I think, I think that's something that probably is one of the most urgent things to, to address if they're going to do it again.
0: Yeah. But if the records don't let it show this podcast exists, I actually listened to some podcasts that we did last year to like make sure <laughs> I understood what was going on. Cause there was no freaking results available. So I was like, ah, I'll just go back and listen to my stupid voice and see what I said about it last <laughs> year. Um, and I'll do the same. I'll listen to our stupid voices next year. That's right. When we right. recap this thing again. But, dude, I really do appreciate you taking this time. It's I know you're awesome. out there hustling, doing podcasts, the weekly show, not the weekly show. I think regular weekly show, lowercase. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called. Whatever it is, Obstacle Fitness X OFX podcast. Who you, um, you have some cool guests coming up, or you? You're, um,
1: yeah, we uh, we should be talking to uh, this week. Well, actually, we're gonna have Rachel Waters on. Nice. Um, yeah, we want to have a great year. Talk to, Yeah, exactly. She's a bit of a breakout year for her, and I just uh, she's something someone I've known for a long time and have always admired as an athlete. I always, and like I said, she's she's been on that rise. Um, and then I believe next week, and I hate you know. Putting these out there just in case because things happen. But um, we're, we're supposed to be talking with Yancey about all things DECA and what's up and coming there and what he's got uh, on the horizon. So uh, he's very excited. Apparently, he's got a lot of stuff to
0: to enlighten us with. Make sure you let him know how much OCR Stars paid out so that he can pay out that same amount <laughs> for DECA fit events. I think that that would be a great business move on there. Front. But no, I'm excited to hear from that. See, they released a bunch of new um, events. Did you see? Yeah, and that's what he wants lots. to talk about. Yeah, lots yeah. of stuff going on. Lots, he's, got, of,
1: he's got a lot on his brain, that's for sure. He's he, He's got to explode it. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, so that'll, be, that'll it, be interesting to see. I'm hoping that like that there's a series or something or there's a premiere event or a championship because um, I think DECA needs that too.
1: I 100% agree. Yeah. 100% that's think a DECA series would be monstrous. And if anything, at least like a US championship
0: canadian series we could use let's go with one event first let's try get, let's get us an event let's start indoor. with one they're indoor events that's the best part you can do yeah it. but
1: since it started it it's been the whole COVID situation so traveling there there's no Deca gyms in
0: canada as of yet yeah
1: so i i have no doubt that will take off in in the, the the near future
0: yeah well that'd be cool make make sure to look out for that but dude again i appreciate you taking the time um and yeah this is fun so Thanks again. My pleasure. Thanks for asking.